At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. What I want to what I'm going to call this is a tale of two kingdoms. Um, there's a lot of kingdoms that we could make mention of, David. Of course, we have the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. How about the kingdom of comfort? Ouch. Jacob, he and I were talking about this. How many, how many know sometimes we get caught up in the kingdom of comfort? Don't mess with my stuff, my gadgets. I need all my stuff. Amen? But the two kingdoms that we're going to speak of are the kingdom of Saul in the kingdom of David. And trust me, this world is so caught up in the kingdom of Saul. Amen? It's in our nation and it filters into the church. I'll just set the, I'll just set the mood, Randy. Lay the foundation. How many going to pray for your pastor in the coming weeks when we return from vacation? And how many going to pray, uh, even while we're on vacation, that revelation comes because it's just coming at me so quick, but more. And how, how many of say, I'm going to pray for my pastor, and then not only that, you know, we are going to receive the word. I, I know I've said this before, but I'll just say it again. I, I do feel like this is one of the most important words that I've spoken in a while. Amen? God's looking for people that's going to operate in the kingdom of David and be like David, a man after God's own heart. The kingdom of Saul is selfish. It's self-centered. It's self-serving. Man. Somebody say, that's for me. No, don't. If, if, if when we speak these words, if you think about somebody else, and then you need to check yourself. Take care of you. God will deal with that person sitting next to you. First Samuel chapter 8. Can y'all hang with me just for a few moments? First Samuel 8. Hallelujah. Verse 1. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. It gives the names of his children that were judges. In verse 3 it says, And his sons walked not in his ways, 
but turned aside after lucre and took bribes and perverted judgment. It's money. They took money, took bribes, and perverted judgment. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel, to Ramah. They said, said unto him, Behold, you are old, and your sons walk not in the ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. Oh, hallelujah. Samuel speaks of the prophetic voice of God. And let me say this, when the prophetic voice of God becomes old to you, you're in trouble. Because you're looking for something else to replace the prophetic voice of God and anything less than a prophetic voice of God will utterly fail. Amen? Somebody say amen. Y'all got to help me out there. We have to be in tune with the voice of God. Otherwise, we will not continue. See, what happens is, Randy, when you, you look for other things to replace that, and then those things are temporary, and it leaves you empty looking for something else. Are you with me? All right, here we go. We need God's voice, amen? Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Look what it says. Make us a king to judge us like all nations. These people were no longer concerned about the voice of God, Mitchell, but they wanted a physical king. Are y'all hearing me? You know, it's, it's like, let us be like the world. Give us a physical king. Give us something that's tangible, something we can, no, 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 no. You got to hear me. It's got to be, it's got to be supernatural in him. It's got to be spiritual in him that where everything that you do revolves around who he is. And it's not something that you can touch, feel, or see because those things are going to pass away. And the church has come to the place to where we're relying on things that are tangible that we can touch, feel, and see and not the voice of God. And we're making other things our king. You can't, oh man, I tell you. Uh, this, this, this is going to be good stuff if we'll receive it and God's going to speak to us. Anything you make king other than God is going to cause you to fail. You can't make a church a king. You can't make a building a king. You can't make a preacher a king. You can't make a pastor a king. You can't make a worship leader a king. You can't make a band a king. You can't make your stuff. A, you can't make books, CDs, and all these things a king. You better make Jesus your king. If Jesus is not seated at the conference table, there will never be any peace. He's got to be sitting in the head chair. 
Do y'all love me? But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, give us a king to judge us, and Samuel prayed unto the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Let me say this. You're better off in a tent with God than in a palace with a king. Amen? What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying we'd be better off. Danny, thank you so much for what a beautiful building you have built us over there. But we'll be better off with a tent sitting out there with the presence of God. Give me the Holy Spirit or let's go home. You're better off with the Spirit of God and the presence of God in a tent than to be in a crystal cathedral and be dead. Because that thing becomes your king. We can't let anything become our king. And people are crying out, give us a king. It's that Saulish spirit, the kingdom of Saul. It's self-serving. Are y'all with me? And the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected you, but they rejected me that I should not reign over them. So ultimately, it's God that we are rejecting when we refuse to make him king. Right? Are y'all with your pastor? Hey, listen. Jesus was rejected. They said Caesar's our king. Right? And how many knows he's still being rejected today? How many knows he's being rejected more and more today, Jason, than ever? People are rejecting who Jesus is. You can talk all day long about religion. You can, talk, you can even talk about God. You can, you can mention God, but don't mention Jesus. They reject Jesus because Je oh, y'all. Oh, I'm just going to have to jump to the chase, man. Jesus is the king. He's the king of kings, and he's the Lord of lords. And if he, he, is, he is the ultimate kingship, and we are to be operating under his authority. And here's the thing. When you operate under the kingship of who Jesus is, and then you have, you have power to speak proclamations through that kingdom, Oh, y'all ain't hearing me through that kingship. Otherwise, you're just speaking words, and oftentimes that's why they don't go anywhere. Are y'all with me? Do y'all love me? I'm trying to quit here. It's going to be good stuff. Y'all coming to agreement? Somebody say, show us the Father. Come on, say it again. Say, show us the Father. The problem was, and here's where we are as a nation, and I'm not going to get all political, but here's where we are as a nation. When you want a king like you, that's humanism. Give me a king that's like me. And America usually elects a king that is like them. Oh, yeah, I got to help your pastor. They wanted a man in place of God. I'll just go ahead and say it. No man is going to fix the problems with America. Nor a woman.
Amen? Trump's not the answer. Hillary's not the answer. Oh, I'm, going, I'm getting political, guys. Help me here. I'm just saying, no candidate. How about that? No candidate is the answer. You know what, you know what the answer is? Repentance is the answer. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then I'll hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin, and I'll heal their land. And you know what? He said, I can take any person and do it. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all in here. You, do you understand that God, uh, uh, I'm about to blow up with this stuff, but do you understand that God could have anointed David first, but God said, this is what you want, I'll give you, I'll give you Saul. He could have anointed David first. But God says, give him salt, right? God was still in control. If if you want a king, go ahead and have a king. Sometimes be careful what you ask for. I don't know know if if y'all are going to get anything out of this, but it's just wrecking me. I know that. (sighs) All right, we've got to stop. I know. Look what it says. I'll try to hurry here. Verses 9 through 17. Look at this. Real quickly. Is he with me? Look what it says. I want you to, I want you to see if there's something, something that stands out to you here. I'm going I'm to hurry through this. Now, therefore, hearken unto their voice. How be it? Yet, protest solemnly unto them and show them the man of the king that shall reign over them. Let them know. Here's what's going to happen. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people and asked him of a king. And he said, this will be the man of the king that shall reign over you. What it says, he shall, he will, everybody say it. He will, that one word, say that one word, he will. Say it again. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself. His chariots and to be his horsemen and some, of, some shall run before his chariots. He will appoint them captains over thousands and fifties. Set them to ear his ground and reap his harvest and to make his instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. Verse 13, and he will, he will take your daughters. Verse 14, and he will. He will take your fields and your vineyards. Verse 15, and he will take the tenth of your seed. And verse 16, and he will take your men servants. Verse 17, and he will the tenth of your sheep. Six times the word take is mentioned in these scriptures. Six is the number of man. Saul was the sixth anointed in the Bible. He was man's choice. Be careful what you ask for. Because... Here's, here's what you're going to get. He's going to take everything you have. And what are you, what are you saying, Pastor? Here's what I'm saying. If you make anything other, other than Jesus your king, and I don't care what it is, it'll end up taking everything you have. Go ahead and have your king. And sometimes, you know, how many, how many knows God don't treat us like puppets? He don't treat us like robots. Sometimes he lets us make our, we, we make our own decisions. He gave, us, he gave us our own free will. We have a soul. We have our own mind. We have our own will. We have our own motions. And the decisions we make, it's, it's made here. Ultimately, Mitchell affects what direction we're going to go. We're going to follow the spirit. We're going to follow the flesh. So God lets you make decisions. Sometimes you make decisions that don't end up so good and they bring bad consequences. And if you don't hear God and go in the other direction, It'll end up taking everything you have and you'll find yourself at the bottom. Amen? Oh, somebody needs to say amen. This is good preaching, amen? He's gonna take, verse 19. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel and they said, no, we want a king. 
Hmm? Why don't I slow down? They wanted man in place of God. They wanted the ritual rather than relevance. Amen? Give us a king. Look what verse 20 says. That we may be like all nations. That our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. Like all nations. Do you understand this was never God's goal for Israel to be like all nations? God says, you're a special treasure unto me. You're, he, God, God don't intend the church to be like everybody else. God says, come out and be you separate. Says the Lord, touch not the unclean thing. I will receive you. I will be a father to you. And you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. He says that you are supposed to be a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God says he don't want you to be just like other people. He wants you to be different. He wants you to walk in the spirit. He wants you to be kingdom people that walks according to the kingdom of David and not the kingdom of Saul. He wants you to walk in the kingdom of light and not the kingdom of darkness. Are y'all with me? See, see, God didn't intend for Israel to be like everybody else, but give us a king. We want to be like everybody else. No, God is calling you out to be different. When you get in the mode, see, that's the problem. We follow the world, and we want to be just like the world. We want to be like they are. No, God says he wants you to be different. He wants to be something in you, and not to say that we're not friendly with the world. We got to go. We got to speak to them in the love, the spirit of love, like one spoke earlier, but are you hearing me? You got to have something in you that says, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to say that because I'm walking in a different kingdom. Somebody pray for your pastor. He wanted them to be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. God wanted to make Israel something special. And they wanted to be like everyone else. God's saying, don't, our father's house We got to be people that go after God. God's got to be our king. Come on, Daniel. We're going to close this thing down. We're going to land this plane. Verse 22. We're going to make it through this chapter. Is that cool? Is that all right? So the Lord said to Samuel, heed their voice, give them a king. Brandon, it's almost funny. Israel rejects the rule of God, but yet they can't escape it. I don't know if you guys are getting this or not. Oftentimes, Danny, oftentimes God allows things to happen to try to get America where they go, where he needs them to go, or try to get his people to where they need to go. That's what he did with Israel. But listen, I know a lot of people's not happy with the administration right now. I'm not happy with it. But I'll just say this, it's not going to change until God gets America where he wants them at. That's right. That's right. Stop blaming the politicians. Start praying. I, this is burning in my spirit. Israel rejects the rule of God, but yet they can't escape it because God will appoint their king. God's one says, God's one says make something right. He appoints their king. God sets up kings. God brings down kings. God will never stop. He'll never step off his throne even if man asks him to. 
But if we resist the rule of God, we'll find that we, we don't benefit from the rule the way that we would if we would yield to the will of God, the rule of God. Y'all, are y'all with me? Did you hear that? Somebody say amen. Somebody say God's in control. When we resist God, we only hurt ourselves. All right? So he says, give him a king. Samuel heard all the words of the people and rehearsed them in the ears, in their ears in the Lord. Verse 22, we're at the end of the chapter. We're going to stop here, I promise. Verse 22, and the Lord said to Samuel, hearken to the voice, make him a king. Again, be careful what you ask for. God could, God could have anointed David, like I said earlier, could have anointed David. David. But Saul, got, he, got, he got the nod, right? The heart of Saul revealed the heart of a nation that was not ready for a David. I'm going to say that again. Amen? Did y'all hear that? They weren't ready for a David. God's not going to pour out on this region until we get a people that's ready for God to pour out on this region. Y'all love your pastor. You know what? Ernie, they weren't ready to dance in the streets and follow the Ark of the Covenant. Somebody say, bless him, Lord, for two more minutes. I want to leave you with this. I'll probably repeat some of this. I, I started studying this, Greg, and God just started dropping down loving stuff in my spirit. Saul sought the counsel of a witch. He lost the Ark of the Covenant to the Philistine, which was an immigrant. An intruder. They don't believe like we believe. Oh, y'all, come on now. I don't know everybody saying, be careful, Brandon's from Mexico. This guy right here operates in the kingdom of David. He, he believes like, I don't care where you're from. I don't care where you come from. But don't come here and try to push, push that garbage down our throat. We don't believe that way. And don't suck. And we can't have leaders seeking the counsel of a witch or somebody that don't walk according to the word of God. You know, you want to talk about illegal immigrants? Right here it is. The Philistines didn't belong there. Come on, somebody give me an amen if you believe that. All right. David, I promise, I'm done. David could not use Saul's armor. He could not use Saul's armor because the political government of the kingdom of Saul could not defeat a giant and change a nation. David had to use five smooth stones. Smooth stones have had the river running over them. And they speak of apostles and prophets, pastors, teachers, an evangelist. He couldn't use Saul's armor. We can't use. You hearing me? 
better be praying. Is anybody with you, Pastor? And as I said, these smooth stones came from running water. You don't get smooth stones anywhere where water's not running. Means ever played in the creek. We used to play in the creek, young people. That's back before they invented PlayStation and Xbox and we played in the creek. Smooth stones come from running water. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.